everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. The numbers told the story. They always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. Hour number two of a numbers game at VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, VSIN.com, the VSIN app, Fubo, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, all, broadly, all brought to you rather by BetMGM Nevada. It's Gil Alexander, Jeff Parles. He insists on pronouncing it that way, is here, Jeff Parlay. Um, Kev in the corner, who insists that Dexter is his role model. And I'm talking about Dexter, the television <laughs> character, which is a little terrifying. It's a little scary. It's a little Not scary for the rest of us in the studio. But, well, you know, we like Kev, so hopefully it doesn't go bad. Kev uh, likes us more importantly, Gil. Uh, more importantly. Yes. <laughs> that's correct. More importantly, he seems to enjoy us. We get tweets at Beating the Book screaming A. Smith. Oh, he's talking about uh, Legazza. He goes, barrel rates, spin rate, FIPS, et cetera. Head spinning, I loved it. Big uh, big shout to uh, John Legazza right there. This is from uh, Million Dollar Rob. He said, there's no better way to start the day than with a Bruce Souter reference. Oh, you're quite welcome. Jeff Fogel, our own Jeff Fogel, going after the bookmaking skills of the uh, the account on Twitter that's... Uh, <laughs> That's doing the uh, that's doing the wonderful service of keeping our betting pentathlon standings in order and percentages. Uh, Jordan Pagel, oh, thank you, jo- Jordan. I love this tweet. Jordan Pagel went to Bavets a few months ago. For the first time in my life, I needed my phone light to read the menu. I'm 33. Thank you, Jordan Pagel. It's not just me. It's not age. They haven't paid the lighting bill apparently. Ladies and gentlemen, Jason Weingarten, the host of the Wide World of Weingarten podcast, uh, available here at the uh, VEASAN Network and, of course, at Spreadopedia from under a cloud of smoke in Southern Cali. How you doing, Jason? Good morning. How's it going? Going very well, man. Um, let's start with, can we start with golf for a second? The Open Championship is this week. Brady Cannon's going to join us. Sia Najad. Have you made any plays? Yeah, there's there's one bet I like. Uh, really, really, really long, really long shot. Um. I bet Thurston Lawrence, guy <laughs> like from the uh, South African tour, now on the the Euro tour, he's five hundred to one. Yes, at uh, at Circa. So, all right, big number there. He's also ten to one to be the top South African. I think that's a Ooh. more realistic target. But five hundred to one, yes. can't hate on that. Yes, as they say in South Africa, Thurston Lawrence, Jeff, knock it down. Put that in the newsletter. I, I, Jason stumped me. It's someone I've never heard of before. Thurston. I like Thurston Lawrence. He's good. Thurston. 
Lovey. Okay, so uh, baseball, what'd you play today? What I play today, let's see. Um, I bet the Cardinals because I think the Cardinals, I, I know my stats aren't accurate, but ever since I started betting, I don't think the Dodgers have ever beaten the Cardinals. <laughs> <laughs> um, this I feel this. First of all, I had the Cardinals yesterday too in the in the pentathlon. I it's so funny you say that because you're saying it tongue in cheek, but it really does feel that way, including Clayton Kershaw postseason games, right? Like that's just yeah. The memory I mean, I'm I I I know my math might be a little off, but I don't think the Dodgers <laughs> have ever won. It's you know, right. that's right. My math might be fuzzy, but I don't think the I don't think the Dodgers have ever beaten the Cardinals in their history. I believe that's what we've come to. Yes. Okay, this is the mind of a better. Go ahead, Jason. What else you got? And then, obviously, I'm betting Baltimore again. Um, I mean, how are, could are you, you betting not? the O's today, Gil? Uh, I have not. Uh, have not decided yet. Nine in a row for the Orioles. You uh, you sent a tweet yesterday that put that in historical con- not a tweet, but I don't. You may have retweeted a tweet, but you sent me the text of it, uh, putting it in historical context. This is from. Uh, from uh, Rock Kubatko, is it uh, is his name? I don't want to mispronounce it, but he's over at uh, Mass, and he said Orioles win. They're now forty four and forty four. They haven't won nine in a row since winning thirteen straight in September of nineteen ninety nine. They haven't been five hundred since April tenth, twenty twenty one. They haven't been five hundred this late in the season since September 9th, twenty seventeen, when they were seventy one and seventy one. Let's go O's chant at the end of the game last night. So you're all about the O's again. Yeah, I mean they just keep. They just keep winning, you know. I, I'm not. I'm not saying they're gonna all of a sudden make a playoff run or even win the wild card. I do think wild card is possible, but just they're they're playing better, and uh, you know they're they're dog to the Cubs. I'll I'll take them at plus one twenty five versus the Cubs all day. Don't don't care how many games they've won in a row. Did you bet the Orioles to make the postseason to make the playoffs? Yeah, I thought I thought you know on the 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 the. The bets that were available, you know, there was 450, 500 to ones to win the pennant, which is always compelling, but so many things still have to happen for them to, to actually get to that point. Uh, 25 to one, you know, that was kind of what we were betting Shohei Otani last year to win the MVP mm-hmm. and get that on those to make the playoffs. I'm pretty happy with that. Two games out of the wild card. I like it. All right. Orioles, Cardinals, anything else? Orioles, Cardinals. Um, yeah, there's one more. Let me see. Oh, it was an under. Uh, Phillies, Blue Jays, under eight, minus 115. Hmm. Okay. Phillies yeah, lineup. Yeah. Phillies. Uh, I, th- I think it might have been something lineup related. Okay. <laughs> I love that. You're like, I think it might have been something lineup related. Because well, all... the Phillies have a bunch of guys out. That's right. Uh, yeah. That's what we were saying uh, earlier. No vaccines or whatever. No vaccine. Um, and Justin Trudeau don't play with that. Okay, so let me ask you it's a, it's a Shohei night and conspicuously absent from your list is a uh, is a play on the Angels of the Astros. What do you got there? Nothing? Well, the 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 way I've been playing around with the the Shohei Otani starts lately is the single game parlays on uh, FanDuel and DraftKings give you the opportunity to parlay Otani strikeouts over under uh yes no hit a home run and score in the first inning, all, all things I'm interested in. So uh, it's been paying between 15 and 19 to 1, typically been paying better at FanDuel, uh, slightly better. But uh, I'll be looking to, to get a single, single game, same game parlay with some, some Otani correlated you know, combinations in there. 
I can't rightfully bet on the Angels like I want to. Ugh. But it's just yeah. at this point, what what excites you about betting on the Angels day to day? Nada. Nothing, right? No, nothing does. I mean, it's really true. It's just the clearly the most disappointing team in all of baseball. Would you say based on expectations? Uh, White Sox. White Sox. White had Sox some, too. Yeah, some pretty high expectations. They've been atrocious and unwatchable. Yeah, the Angels just sticks out because of the Trout Otani thing, right? It's like, how can you just not make this work? And they can't. But the Angels are always mediocre. Always. So I think them them being mediocre was wasn't a surprise like the White Sox. Um, yeah. No, but this true. game in particular, you know, you'll have opportunities if you're holding Otani tickets on Cy Young or MVP. You can bet his strikeout under, bet all sorts of stuff tonight. If you if you don't like him, bet the Astros tonight. If if you don't like Otani, you should be banging the Astros plus one hundred five all day. Yeah. Yes, you should. By the way, it's uh, our betting pentathlon. It's our fourth bet, and it has to be a run line play tonight. And Otani and the Angels, like plus one seventy five on the run line, is so uh, is so enticing. Yet, as you point out, it's like yeah, but you're betting on the Angels. So can I get can I get the Reds plus two and a half runs in that run line competition? <laughs> I don't believe you can. Don't believe that's no. permitted. Yes. Um, okay, so that's a three-pack of plays. And then uh, I won't be here next week. Uh, Jeff will. It's the Home Run Derby, and this field looks spectacular. Do you bet such things? I believe you do, as memory serves. In the past, I have bet what I would probably describe as stupid amounts of money on novelty <laughs> events like the Home Derby. As I've, as I've grown into more of an adult, I'm sorry. I, try to last, I try to bet lower, yeah. you know, smaller amounts of money on novelty events like this, but absolutely I will be betting on the home run derby. Oh, who, who, uh, is, who is the one you're going to bet on? Do you think, or who, which one? Well, we don't, we don't know the field. We don't know. We don't know the odds yet. So I'm, I'm kind of, you know, I'm waiting for the bookmakers to, to set the odds before I start telling people what I think they should be. No, I was going to, I was, um, see, I was going to ask you, I was going to say, if I gave you plus two fifty on Pete Alonzo, would you play it? Probably. Okay. I mean, I'd at least consider it, but it'd be very interesting what the what the odds open up because it's a it's a very competitive field outside of Albert Pujols. It's, <laughs> it's say, not. If I gave you two hundred to one on Albert Pujols, would you take that? Two hundred. Two hundred. I mean, to, I, I, I need have to make to know, it enticing. I need to know some, some more parameters of, of what how the events being structured and everything but okay, i just got you your brain spinning. 200, 200. Sure, i'll consider anything at 200 to one jason just woke up you give me 200 to one on anything you gotta play isn't that 200 no 10,000 yeah i mean uh, 200 to one uh, yeah you know think about it you know everything's got a price it's like everything. you won't buy something is it worth zero you know yeah anything else baseball wise you've added season long here like is, balls is, more futures uh austin futures. riley um he was kind of mispriced for MVP. He was drifting all the way out to about 70 to one. I, I heard he was a hundred to one before that, but if you match up his numbers head to head, he's better at pretty much every category than Pete Alonzo, um, who was, you know, trading between five to one, seven to one. So took a shot on some Austin Riley. Uh, the, the other thing, obviously Corey Seager, we haven't even talked about yes, our, yes. our old, our old pal who's coming around. Yes. I did right before the break. I said I was going to talk to you about it, so we'll close with that. Do you think he's nine back of judge? Do you think he has a legit shot? 
Yeah, nine back. I mean, we're only halfway through the season. Judge, no guarantee he keeps this pace up. Uh, Seager had a bad start to the season or an average start to the season. Now he's playing pretty well. He's he's hitting the ball in the in the air a lot, which is important. More fly balls you hit, the more home runs you're probably going to hit. So, if you know. if not Judge, who's the guy that your gut tells you will end up with the most home runs this year? Pete Alonso. He always ends up screwing me one way or the other. <laughs> Maybe even in the home run derby next week. That'll be exciting. Um, yeah, I think Schwar- Schwarber feels like a, a guy right now that is, uh, let's say, trending in the right direction. Obviously, the Alvarez injury, that's stuff. You think they're going to shut down Alvarez, huh? I don't know. I think I think it's possible. I don't think this is a one- to two-week injury like they're saying. Wow. That would, that would be something right there. Jason, enjoy the golf tournament. Enjoy baseball. We always appreciate it, man. Nice to talk to you. See you later. You too. The Wide World of Wine Garden podcast, available where all podcasts are distributed. Brady Cannon in studio on the Open Championship next. Numbers Game, Visa, the Sports Betting Network. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. We're having our first ever baseball betting pentathlon here at VSIN. Every show and baseball analyst will be making five baseball bets throughout the week to determine who at VSIN is the best at betting on baseball. I thought it's the best baseball better on planet Earth for uh, planet Earth or eternity. I believe is the title. Today we have a uh, to bet a team on the run line. Run line bets today. Just one. Follow us at VEASAN Live for daily updates on who's leading. The winner will be announced on Friday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Follow the Money. Right now, again, odds on the leader, followed by a bunch of us at 2-1. and 2-1. and one. Looking up with two plays to be made. Run line today and a prop wager tomorrow. Brady Cannon is here, ladies and gentlemen, in studio to talk Open Championship with us. How you doing, man? You good? I'm good, yeah. You are not part of the baseball betting pentathlon? I wish I was. I last two days, I've been 6-0. and No! Yeah. Knock on uh, studio glass. They should have had the baseball... What's the... What's the... Uh, what's six? Sextathlon? What is it? What's six? Yeah. Yeah. We should have had that. I don't know if I've exactly staggered it, staggered it back, and Brady <laughs> Cannon would have it's been a winner. It's not right? No, HEP is seven, right? Uh, now, now I'm all confused. Heptathlon is seven. Jackie Joyner Kersey had seven events. Heptathlon. Okay. I think sextathlon is I, six. We're, we're going to have to I might be completely that. wrong. We'll put, uh, we'll put Kev on that. Octathlon would be eight. That definitely eight. Dickathlon, ten. Yep. Your guess is as good as mine, about nine. Anyway, little uh, prefixes from back in the day. Yes. By back in the day, I mean ancient times. Okay, Open Championship. Fourth 
of golf's four majors. St. Andrews, Brady Cannon is here. I have only made one wager so far. Mm. Will Zalatoris. Okay. 33 to 1 or something like yeah. that. Um, you, though, have made many. What do you got? Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, I always end up with more futures in the major championships because the board's up for a while and you see a number and you go, oh, that looks interesting. You know, I so, can't not have that. Right. And uh, so I did end up with nine guys and two of them are just, you know, funny money long shots. And that's Tiger. I bet Tiger at 85 to one. Um, I think the best bet you can make on Tiger is Tiger to make the cut. We were just talking about that off air. Yeah, yeah. I, and I think that's a very realistic bet. I also bet him top 20, which I think is somewhat realistic. It, it comes down to his health. You know, if it's about golf smarts and experience and, you know, course correlations and everything involved in the handicap of about playing the game and the familiarity with the golf course, you know, he's right there with anybody. Um, but it's going to be about his legs and does he have the strength to continue for 72 holes. And he should have a better shot here with the terrain at St. Andrews versus what we've seen at Augusta and, and Southern Hills. But again, that was just a, a funny money flyer. A, and then also similarly on Danny Willett at 200 to one, Danny Willett finished sixth here at St. Andrews in 2015. He's got a green jacket. There's a huge correlation between Augusta and St. Andrews. He's also finished 12th this past April in the masters. And it was about 10 months ago uh, late September, early October last year that he won the Alfred Dunhill Lynx championship. And the Alfred Dunhill Lynx is kind of like the American Express or Pebble Beach where they play three courses, but two of the four rounds at the Dunhill are at St. Andrews. Hmm. And Danny Willett won that about 10 minutes, uh, 10 months ago. He's also finished fifth and second in that tournament. So this guy, hmm. he's pretty pedestrian week to week, but he shows up for big events, and he's been really good at Augusta and St. Andrews. So a, took a flyer on him at 200 to 1. That's a pretty compelling argument for 200 to 1 right there. Yeah. 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 Okay. I, 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 he could be in the mix for sure. Mm -hmm. um, let's see. My short shot, I played Scotty Scheffler at plus 1450, and that was before he missed the cut at the Scottish Open. Now you can find Scotty around 18 or even 20 to 1. Um, I think he will definitely show up. He it's, matches all the criteria as far as course correlations. Uh, Masters champion. Again, I feel like we've gotten to the point where it's tough to enter any of these tournaments without having some piece of Scotty Scheffler. He just finished second in the U.S. Open. Yep. And, and a, a couple different times during that championship, it looked like he was going to go on and win it. It's interesting to note, of all the majors that have been played this season, the winners had finished eighth or better in the major prior. Scotty Scheffler just finished second in the major prior. Um, I landed on Jordan Spieth at 25 to 1. I think he's just an open championship wizard, kind of like the same way he is at Augusta. The creativity and the artistry of his game uh, is able to flourish in Lynx golf. Finished second last year to Morikawa, has a win in 2017. Of course, he's done everything you can possibly do at Augusta. Uh, I played Shane Lowry at 25 to 1. I think he's another tremendous Lynx player who's in great form. Uh, he missed the cut at the PGA, but returned uh, with a good finish at the U.S. Open. Um, let's see. At 36 to 1, my one live golfer entry. I played uh, Dustin Johnson. Oh, okay. 
Now, Dustin Johnson, he checks all the boxes as far as correlated courses, Augusta, Riviera, Kapalua. He's had great experience at whistling straights in two PGA championships, which I think is similar in the sense that it has very wide fairways and big greens and has a lynxious type style. Uh, he's also played in the Alfred Dunhill uh, Lynx Championship uh, on the European Tour a couple of times. If you recall in 2015, I don't know if you remember this, Gil. He was crushing the Open Championship that year. He led after 36 holes, and he was on a tear. And then, of course, being in the lead after 36 holes, he was the final final tee time on Saturday, and the wind went absolutely sideways, mm-hmm. and, and it just killed his chances. They The wind was so bad, they had to go to a Monday finish, but he ended up finishing 49th, but just goes to show that he can certainly play this golf course. I took Hideki Matsuyama at 47-1. to 1. Not the greatest open track record, but he did finish 18th here in 2015. He's got a Masters win. He's done very well at Augusta. He just finished fourth in the U.S. Open. I thought, and and you could even get him a little higher now. I've seen as high as 55 on Matsuyama. Two elder statesmen that I played that I think are going to, and you know how the British Open is, Gil. We see Darren Clark. We see Greg Norman. We see Tom Watson. We see these older guys. If you go back to Francesco Molinari when he won in 2018, nine of the last 12 winners were 35 years of age or older. Hmm. This is an older man's, you know, major. And obviously we see an outliker like Morikawa last year. But the point of that is probably that it takes experience and knowledge and and, and some scar tissue on how to get used to Lynx golf. But also, it's also the terrain part of it, right? Like you you don't get as tired as easily, one would say. Yeah, and, 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 and unlike American golf where you have to hit the ball long and high, you can play along the ground mm-hmm. with Lynx golf. Did you see that quote? Where I had Tyndall on yesterday, our, our mutual friend Dave Tyndall. He, uh, he was quoting Patrick Harrington about how, you know, the way that the course is playing, that it's so dried out mm-hmm. that the ball is like, once it hits, it's like going 85 more yards, right? And so what he was saying is, it's going, you know, you might get you might get fortunate on a one hole where you stop short of, of trouble. Uh, you might be, you might get lucky and go long and stay out of trouble, but you're not going to be able to do it consistently. Like, trouble lurks the way this course is playing. I, I agree. And, and you throw in 15 to 20 miles an hour of wind. Right. It's going to be very difficult to control your golf ball with how fast and firm the golf course is playing. There, there's no doubt about it. And we had Ben Coley on, who's a friend of Dave Tyndall's as well. We had Ben Coley on our Long Shots podcast, and he said Rory McElroy made the comment that you know, there might be a lot of stingers and a lot of three irons because, yeah. you know, it's kind of taking driver out of your hand. And Ben made the point, if you're taking the driver out of Rory McElroy's hand, that's his most dominant club in the bag. And maybe that's something to think about. Mm. I thought that was an interesting comment. Um, so the elder statesman, the two guys that I think uh, could show up here this week, I uh, played uh, Justin Rose at 85 to one and Adam Scott at 125 to one. Uh, Justin Rose was sixth here in 2015. Adam Scott was 10th. Adam Scott was headed for the playoff in 2015 and played the last five holes in five over par and finished 10th. You know he's had near misses at the Open Championship before, but I think he might be ready to show up this week. And then I mentioned Danny Willett, my long bomb at 200 to 1. I think I like the Willett one more than most of those. Uh, Well, you know, it's interesting. I played nine guys. Seven of them have won the Masters before. Well, that's what Tyndall was saying, too. He was like, the correlation is, is much stronger than you would think. It's really amazing. Yeah. Uh, 
you know, I, I think it's the strongest connection I've ever seen between two golf courses. And, and it's not just results-based. Bobby Jones and Alistair McKenzie, when they built Augusta National, they went to St. Andrews and studied the heck out of the course and took a lot of influence in their design of Augusta National. And, and you, you know, you've watched Augusta enough. Big wide fairways, big greens, shaved off run areas, uneven lies. That's what you're going to see this week, too. Um, his, not to, not to harp on Dave Tindall, but since we're talking about him right now, the trends thing that he does oh, yeah. la- landed on Xander. Yes. Which he, I mean, I think he even gasped when he, when he, when it figured out that he landed on Xander, because do we really think he's going to win three tournaments in a row? Well, four. Culminate, four, 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 actually. Right. Culminating with a major. Yeah, right. I, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't In either. fact, I went against Xander Shoffley in a head-to-head matchup. I took Rory McIlroy minus 125 over Xander. And I think Xander will play pretty well, but yeah. no, I don't think he's going to win. Who's the guy that, if he wins, will induce the most self-loathing in you? Mm. That you will not have any plays on, and you'll be like, I should have. Maybe I knew like Willie Z or something. Willie Z. Yeah. I think that's my one and done this week. I feel like... He should play great here. Everything makes sense yeah. that he should, but he's a little green. It's the first time he's really ever done it. He had to withdraw with injury last year. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll ask you some one-and-done plays, and we'll get your head-to-heads and some other derivative open championship plays from Brady Cannon. It's a numbers game at Visa the Sports Betting Network. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets and risk-free tokens. But I also want to tell you about the Summer League because that's even more relevant to right now. Don't you think, Jeff? Don't you think that's more on topic? Summer League broadcasting live through July 17th. That's this weekend. Catch the Edge with JVT and Matt Humans, 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, live from NBA Summer League every weekday. Great setup we have there. What a set uh, that Ken and Dez built. Ken built it with his own hands. In his living room. I was there yesterday. He was just fired up at some of the camera stuff he was able to do. Uh, special guest exclusive content, live updates all through the VEASAN shows. For more, follow us at VEASAN Live on Twitter and at VEASAN Live on YouTube. Again, JVT and Humans, The Edge, 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, live from the venue. Thomas and Mac, you been down there? Uh, no, I have not. I, I, I w- actually watched my first couple of Summer League games last night. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Warriors uh, down 20 after the first quarter. Right. Was a the old, you get your revenge, Boston Celtics. <laughs> Summer League. They um, had that one circled. Yeah. That one circled. <laughs> what it was a revenge spot. Everybody should have played the Celtics. Uh okay. So we've gone through your outrights. How about your head to head? You mentioned one of them. What else you got? Yeah, Rory, uh minus one twenty five over Xander. Uh I took Shane Lowry at even money over Matthew Fitzpatrick and I think Fitz, uh, Fitzpatrick will do okay. Um, he, I believe, has not finished higher than 20th in an Open Championship. And and I'm high on Lowry. Obviously, he's one of my outrights. Um, but it's a little bit of a fade of Fitzpatrick as well because he just won the U.S. Open. Mm-hmm. And we've seen guys, after they win the first major of their career, Colin Morikawa won the PGA Championship at Harding Park. The very next major was the U.S. Open at Winged Foot, and he missed the cut. Matthew Fitzpatrick wins his first major a month ago at a historic golf course at the same golf course where he won the U S amateur. I mean, there's just so much to that. 
you've got to feel that there's going to be a little bit of a letdown here when he tees it up again in his second major following all of that. And uh, so I took Shane Lowry. I thought Shane Lowry should have been the favorite in the matchup, and maybe he is now. I haven't looked at if the price has moved, but I got him at even money over Fitzpatrick. And then finally I took Hideki Matsuyama at plus 105 over Louis Oosthuizen. Hmm. And I think just by the stats, Hideki is certainly the better golfer right now. Louis Oosthuizen, of course, won here at St. Andrews, the Open Championship in 2010, and maybe that's why he's – you know, being priced as a pretty heavy favorite in this matchup, but I, I just don't understand it. I think Hideki's certainly the better player right now. Hideki just finished fourth in the U.S. Open a month ago. And meanwhile, Louis's been on the live tour. And, you know, that's part of the handicap too. Is there something with these live tour guys? Obviously, I played DJ for an outright, so I'm not betting it's the case with him. But are there some of these guys that really don't have a whole lot of gas left in the tank that are, you know, building their their nest egg, their retirement package, and they're feeling a little bit more comfortable with their pockets having just been lined with a bunch of dollar signs. And maybe there's not the hunger and the urgency to go win major championships anymore. I don't know if that's true or not, but uh, I'm taking Hideki over Louie. Okay. Uh, do you do – I don't know if I ask you this every time, but certainly when, when a major comes up, I feel compelled to. Do you do first-round leader bets at all? You know, I heard Rufus talking recently, and, and, you know, I think we all know this. It's one of the worst bets you can make, mm -hmm. but it's also really fun. <laughs> Let me tell you something. People have a blast with it. It is. Yeah. It's fun. Reed Fowler, Kelly Bidlin, they do it all the time. Yeah. Um, yeah, I might put a couple of dollars, literally a couple of dollars uh, on that just for fun, but, boy, it's hard to hit. I, 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 I've actually played a first-round leader bet I, I i've done it maybe less than a handful of times and i did win it once mm -hmm. um but i don't know we'll see if i'm uh laying in bed tonight before i do my all-night journey to watch the open from midnight to 5 a.m maybe i'll uh put a couple of shekels on an frl the old frl was the rufus was uh was talking was talking, he was talking about, about how the hold percentage is you know right the, the worst yeah yeah but do you do you buy into the fact that there are certain players like a I'll just throw out some names Tommy Fleetwood, um, Seabass, Sebastian mm -hmm. Munoz, yeah. right? Like who have this very uncanny ability to put together one spectacular round. Yeah, it and that, seems and that, that way. Sometimes it does seem that way, and sometimes those those bets are a little more informed than one might give them credit for. Yeah, you know I like to look at first round scoring average. Dave Tyndall usually does a piece every mm. week uh, for a first round. Oh, leader. he does. Yes. Wow, every yes. week, man. Yeah, and uh, you know he certainly, as always, has good reasoning. Why he typically has three selections, and he always has good reasoning uh, why he likes each particular player. But you know, one of the stats I'll look at if I'm going to get involved in that market is first round scoring average, and and who typically goes low in the first round. Um, I don't know if I'm going to get into it this week because I've spent so much time doing everything else. Uh, I don't know if I want to dive into that as well. Do you do any nationality bets? I don't. You know, I was asked this question yesterday on a podcast that I did with, uh, you, you probably know Matt Landis. Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. really Great nice guy. guy. Really, really nice guy. Yeah. He did a wonderful job. I, I couldn't believe how prepared he was. Um, this guy knew stuff about me. <laughs> oh, Matt's phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, and I was telling him, he asked me the same thing because we got into my outrights, my head-to-heads, my top 20s, all that stuff. And he asked about the nationalities and some of the, you know, the prop markets. And I said... 
it, it feels like that handicap is a little different to me. When when you're let's say you're taking the low Asian or the low former champion, I think that's harder for me to figure out in, in my head. What rather than hmm. going a head-to-head matchup or you know, I, I just you know, you look at the, like the top left-hander, you know, is it going to be Bobby Mack or, or the, at the Masters, Bubba Watson or, you know, Brian Harmon? And I'm like, gosh, I don't know. You know, <laughs> so. What, uh, what, you brought up top 10s, top 20s. What, what are your favorite derivative bets, top 10s, top 20s that you have? I played all of my outright guys also for a top 20 finish. Did you do Tiger top 20? I did. I did. What was the I, I want to say that? he was... Somewhere between two and three to one, maybe plus two fifty. Hmm. I mean that. So more than just make the cut, you delved into Tiger, Tiger top twenty and Tiger. Outrights. It's just yeah. it's more tradition for me that I play yeah. my outrights to finish top twenty as well. So and and again, I go back. I, I I think Tiger to make the cut's probably the best bet you can make. Yeah. If he's going to make the cut, he's got a decent shot to finish top twenty, right? All right. Can I ask you now? I have so Kelly, Matt, and I primetime action. Still doing our one and done. Mm-hmm. Loser buys dinner. Who's leading? Matt has a has a lead over me by about a half a million, and then we we both had Xander last week, so we're Ooh. well ahead of Kelly now. Um, but I can choose from just to give you some names. I still have Rom available. I still have Burns, Zalatoris, Morikawa, Matsuyama, and Homa. I have all six of those guys available to me. Very good. You have to start thinking about who's going to do well in future tournaments. Oh, that's, the you whole, know. that's the whole gig. Right. Yeah. Um, the other thing you have to consider is this is probably the highest paying tournament you're going Ooh, to that's have. That's the whole gig as well. Yeah. Yes. Um, this might is, be time this to, is, or as I like to call it, Kelly's last stand. <laughs> might, yeah. might be time to fire on John Rahm. Yeah, but I, for some reason, I can't get Willie Z out of my head on this. Just because... It, I would save him because he... He could win next week or, you know, the, the 3M Open or the Rocket Mortgage or the Wyndham. You know, that, that might be <laughs> his first Open. PGA Tour win yeah. rather than the Open Championship. Though that's sort of his career, right? Is His career is – he's someone said this, and I thought it was pretty good comparison. His career is basically Louis Oosthuizen's, Louis Oosthuizen's entire career at this point minus the major championship. Yeah. Yeah, I think I read that or heard that as yeah. well. It's think pretty about that incredible. how we how we, how we compartmentalize Louis Oosthuizen. and Willie Z is basically him already. Well, Louis has the Grand Slam right. in runner ups. Yeah, he's finished runner up in every major championship. I, it, it goes back to what I said before. I, I just the, the golf course should work perfectly for Willie Z. Yeah. And people talk about his putting. Well, putting is neutralized typically at a British Open because the greens are much slower. Uh, you know, it, it doesn't get so dicey with the greens being, you know, like putting on this glass here. Um, but I, I think more so as far as from a one-and-done strategy, I think Willie Z might be better saved down the road mm. for some of these uh, other tournaments coming up. Now you got my head spinning. By the way, Wes, Wes your, your Long Shots co-host and I, Wes Reynolds, we, we talked briefly about it earlier this week. He's a Willie Zalatoris. Will Zalatoris is a conundrum when it comes to putting, too, because although his stats are very poor. <laughs> he putts well in the majors. He has this unbelievable, he had the longest streak of non-three putts, too, mm-hmm. going. Like, he's complete. You can't reconcile everything with him in putting. So it, it's, you know, in that respect, you almost want to purge it from your mind entirely because it's like, oh, it's just polluting my entire... The one he missed, I think it was the 16th hole at the PGA Championship. That was ridiculous. Oh, I, the, was, and, and I he would have won the championship. What was the one? It was at, like a three footer. 
what was the one? Was it at the at the U.S. Open where I, I was like, it, "This is going in," and it just stopped right. Well, the the putt on the very last the hole very to last force hole. a playoff yes. was awful close. That was awful close too. Yeah. All right, Brady, enjoy. Will we be getting your group text in the middle of the yeah, night? Yeah, I got us. You know, Chris Felica got in our draft, and oh. he goes, he goes, if there's any like ball busting, you know, uh, talking smack, you know, text feed, he goes, make sure I'm on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's his thing. <laughs> he enjoys that. I've got to put that together today. That's on my list. Brady Cannon, everybody. At Las Vegas Golfer on Twitter. Thank you, Brady. Appreciate it, man. Co-host of Long Shots, of course, the greatest golf betting show there ever was. See you in the yard to talk Open Championship with us next. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on v the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets and risk-free tokens. If you're planning a trip to Vegas, and I know you might be, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM rewards, sports betting's premier loyalty program, Featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks. When you wager on the BetMGM app, sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Gil Alexander. We get tweets at Beating the Book. Always appreciate the uh, feedback. People just want to talk about that restaurant stuff we were talking about before. Uh, Steven Vegas took my fiance to Nomad at Park MGM for her birthday last month. Fantastic view from our table. Great food and ambiance. However, she was literally laughing at me for picking up the table lamp and using it as a lantern to read the menu. This is 40, he said. I'm telling you, man. This is also uh, this is New York Mess 16. He says, uh, does Schwarber being in the home run derby concern you about the most home runs wager? Quite a few have lost, quote-unquote, their swing from participating, asking because I also have a Schwarber ticket. I do not have a Schwarber ticket. I, I do. do. You uh, do. All, all I would say is winning the Home Run Derby in 2019 did not hurt Pete Alonzo. No. So I— Never does with him. I, I'm not really concerned. We'll see. Every guy's different, though. Not that's and Not that's NJ. Not, not that's NJ. I'm sorry if I'm not pronouncing that correctly. He goes, Carmine's or Carbone? Well, for me, it's Carbone over everything. Or as I like to call it, a home game. Uh, this is Adam Daniel. He says, oh, no, he's responding. He said, it is pretty dark in there. Yeah. No, everybody uh, corroborating on that stuff. Okay. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, let's talk some more open chair. Oh, you wanted to say something? Before, before we go, are we yeah. going to have an official play for the pentathlon before uh, before the show ends or no? 
Uh, I'm kind of doing something over here, Jeff. I'm doing a show for God's sake. You want to make a pick? <laughs> uh, no, we will not. I, okay. I, I already, I already kind of hinted at what it, I, I think it's going to be. Yeah, I think there's two choices. Though, though Jason, you know, did drive home. He's like, you know, he he reminds you how bad the Angels are. So I don't know. By the way, before we get to see you. We we have screens on in this studio. We have Good Morning America on or something. Two things. One, who is the host that is a dead ringer for Bianca Andrescu? She's like an older Bianca Andrescu hosting Good Morning America. And today on the show, it's Ashanti and Ja Rule. What year is this? Are they relevant? Ashanti and Ja Rule? What are they doing? Must be July. I'm in trouble with Good Morning America in July also. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Sia Najad joins us to talk Open Championship. Uh, Sia has been with us uh uh, a few times here this year talking slams. How you doing, man? Ja Rule. Like, the last time I heard his name was associated with the Fire Fest some years ago. Oh. That complete disaster. So, oh. nice rehab plan for Ja Rule. See ya. Who looked worse at, fi- at this Fire Festival docs, the actual perpetrator or Ja Rule? He looked awful uh, in terms of, if not looked physically, but just he came out looking awful in, in that uh, doc. And justifiably so, I mean, maybe I yeah, suggest. I think so. Perhaps, yes. Uh, Sia from Win Daily Sports, by the way, and, of course, uh, the uh, first cut pod. All right, uh, before we get into your plays, real quick, you said something about live golf you wanted to mention here. Well, yeah, I mean, yesterday there, there was, a, you know, a widely reported that that the uh, Justice Department was looking into some of the PGA Tour practices. You know, just a couple things there. That's not really a big surprise that they're doing that in light of what's been going on. Um, I can tell you that, the the reason they are looking into it is for antitrust issues uh, because there are antitrust issues that are potentially present here and that's exactly what the live tour is going to be exploiting as it relates to the world tour and as it relates to the PGA tour so um, I would expect a a long drawn out fight if that's what the PGA tour wants certainly live is going to be ready to make that fight and there's a lot of implications with that not just how it all falls out legally but like the discovery process. Gil, you know, just from the Washington commanders, for example, that you you can have a discovery process that has some unintended consequences and some unintended emails and things of that nature that might come up. So the discovery process itself, requests to produce documents, things of that nature, really can be used as a sword by the live tour. And it's that type of litigation that I think the PGA tour and the world tour might be very afraid of. And it might lead to all of these parties and all of these tours settling uh, sooner rather than uh, rather than later, and and actually coming to some sort of agreement as to some of these players being able to play on both tours. And Sia is an attorney. For those who are wondering, well, this guy, no, he's an attorney. Okay, um, let's get to it. Let's start with your outrights. You have four of them. Open championship. What do you like? I do. And and I think this is going to be, you know, a, a championship that is going to belong to one of the top dogs. So I'm taking some odds that are a little shorter than I normally do. Scotty Scheffler is the first one at plus 1600. Listen, Scotty hasn't been great the last couple of tournaments. His putting hasn't been good. His approach play hasn't been good, but he's a world-class player and I can, exp- uh, he can turn that around in a day. Uh, he probably already has turned it around. So at plus 1600, I expect to, him to be there on Sunday. Cameron Smith is another guy I like at plus 2200. Uh, he's a guy that can really, I think, intelligently navigate this course. There are some landmines on this course and you have to be positional. You have to be intentional in terms of where you want your 
ball to be off the tee. You have to have a clever short game and potentially a hot putter. Uh, Cameron Smith hasn't been great lately, but he has all of those attributes that I'm looking for. Louis U stays in it at 40 to one. I uh, like him quite a bit. He's been good at, at St. Andrews uh, before in 2010 and 2015, where he finished, I believe, second. And uh, I'm trying to remember the other finishing position. But he he has done really well out here at St. Andrews. 40 to 1 is a good number. He's coming in with good form. He's been good on the lift tour. And Seamus Powers, my long shot at 80 to 1, a guy who's been ball striking it really well, has been doing really well with the short game as well. Do I expect him to win? No, but 80 to 1 is a pretty palatable number. Who else, uh, Jeff, on the show had Seamus? Was that Reed Fowler who had some Seamus yesterday? Yeah, Reed Fowler had some Seamus as well. Top 20. Oh, you and Reed are pretty simpatico. Who's your top 20 guy here? Well, I love Reed. Suddenly, it's I have one here, and it's it's Tony Finau at yeah. plus one seventy five. The guy has been ball striking like you read about. Uh, the the putter has started to come around where the putter was pretty flat for, or actually he was a negative putter for quite some time a couple of months ago. He's turned that around. His short game is elite. His ball striking is elite. Plus one seventy five is a good top twenty number. All right, and two matchups as well. Yeah, give me Louis again. I'm trying to look for Louis in in some markets that aren't just the outright market because that's so hard to hit. Louis minus 130 over Brooks Kepka. I think Brooks Kepka might do well in this tournament. He has plenty of links uh, experience, and that's sort of how he kind of grew up on uh, on in golf before he got over to the PGA Tour. But I still like Louis over Brooks Kepka at minus 130. And then finally, Max Homa plus 100 over Sam Burns. Both Max Homa and Sam Burns are elite, but Max Homa is coming in with better form, and I think he's a better course fit than Sam Burns. I'll caution you that number's moved now and Max Homa is a favorite in some places. So grab it now if you like it. Okay. Homa over Burns, Oosthuizen over Kepka. Uh, I said Tony Finau top 20 before that. The outright Scotty Scheffler, Cam Smith, Louis Oosthuizen, and Seamus Power. First round leader. Little FRL. I know you love these. You have a bunch of them. Love these. Yeah, I've got six of them. Let's start with Cameron Smith. We've talked about him uh, at plus 3,500. Dustin Johnson plus 4,500. I do think he's another live tour guy that actually will have some success out here. His number, because he's a live guy and because of recency bias, we haven't really seen him much. His number has sort of dropped both in the outright and first round leader market. So there's inherent value there at plus 4,500. Tony Finau, I mentioned, is he going to win the tournament? No. But can he win the tournament for a round? Yes, at plus uh, 5,000, 50 to 1. Joaquin Neiman, 50 to one, Seamus Power sixty-five to one, and then finally Gary Woodland at eighty to one. Okay, I probably should have started the first round leader thing with you by by repeating. How many first round leader bets have you hit this year? So I've hit six. That's, now I, I haven't. It's the most. Yeah. First of all, let me just stop you right there. That might be the most ridiculous thing we ever hear on this show. The fact that you you've hit. Six of those this year is ridiculous. That's unbelievable. It's absurd, and I'm trying to get at least one or two more down the stretch so I can really kind of raise this number. But believe me, my bankroll has has never seen some of these numbers because I shouldn't I shouldn't have hit six. I mean, six is like way too many in a year. Uh, I somehow pulled it off. Like all of these were put out on Twitter. They're put out on on a golf show that I do Tuesday night. So yeah. we have all the evidence behind this, and it's really just kind of crazy. As each one kept racking up. Uh, I was telling myself, this isn't this isn't good. I don't want people to be leaning their hard-earned money on first-round leaders, but it's worked this year. Yeah, you, so you said, I don't want to be known as the first-round leader guy, and I said, well, there's worse things to, to be known by. But again, his first-round leader bets, Cam Smith, 35-1. to 1. Always shop around for these, by the way. These are going to be different, inevitably, at different places. Cam Smith, 35-1. to 1. DJ, live 
45 to 1. Tony Finau, 50 to 1. Joaquin Neiman, 55 to 1. Seamus Power, 65 to 1. And Gary Woodland, uh, the aforementioned Gary Woodland, at 80 to 1. Um, I'll ask you in the last 20 seconds here. I have a one and done choice to make. One and done. Uh, I'm going, it, and here are my choices. Here's what I've narrowed it down to Will Zalatoris, uh, Max Homa, Sam Burns, Colin Morikawa, Hideki Matsuyama, John Rahm. Who do I take? Wow. It's between Max Homa and John Rahm. And I'd probably lean John Rahm, but it's close. No one wants me to take Will Zalatoris. Hmm. Okay. See ya. Appreciate it. Thanks for the Santana Moss. Uh, shout out to Sean Taylor behind you as well. Love that. That's right. See Glad ya. to be here. Thank you. From Win Daily Sports. See Najad on the show. The Lombardi line is next. Ben Wilson, your host. Get ready. Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.